Welcome back to the Everyday Ceremony, the place where we unlock your highest unique potential. The truth about mindset. <laughs> Sounds very dramatic, I know. And it's not, but it's very important to understand the concept of mindsets and what we made them in today's society, especially in the personal development realm, and how to actually deal with them and how to view them and how to live with them. And with that, welcome back to the Everyday Ceremony. I'm very, very happy to help welcome you back on here right now for this exciting episode. It's truly a one that is really close to my heart and that I find very, very important to share because when I got into the whole self-development thing, it was all that I read and all that I saw and still there was so much stuff on Instagram and all over the place on social media, even in a lot of books about you got to change your mindset. Like, before you can earn money, you got to change your mindset. Before you can lose weight, you got to change your mindset. Before you start building muscle, you got to change your mindset. Before you find the woman or the man of your life, you got to change your mindset. And it's like, okay, but what is mindset actually about? What is underneath that? What, is, what does that term even mean? And again... <laughs> What do we expect from it? And that, <laughs> if you didn't listen to the, ep uh, the episode on expectations and disappointment and how to integrate and let go of that, that's the last episode that I uploaded. And it's a fantastic, like it's a banger. Like you got to listen to it, honestly. It's like we all fall into that trap and there's like two really easy points, really easy steps to really let go of these expectations and disappointments. So definitely give it a listen. But that's not today's topic, but it also plays into that. So what does mindset even mean? My interpretation of it is mindset, mind setting. It's the setting of your mind. It's like basically, in other words, what you believe. And again, another term is limiting belief. And so, yeah, there is some truth to it that if you want to make money and that you believe that you don't, you're not worthy to earn money, then you got to change your mindset, the setting of your mind, what you believe to be true. You got to let go of that limiting belief. And the same comes, uh, the same applies to, for example, losing weight. If you believe... I am fat, I am overweight, I am obese, it's in my genes, and so on. You gotta reflect that belief in your life because you're gonna do exactly the things to fulfill that belief of yours. You're gonna do exactly the things that um, feed that mindset, that actually approve that you're wrong, uh, that you're right. Because that's at the end what the mind wants to be, what the ego wants to be is like, I want to be right. And that's why when I believe that I cannot talk with girls or I cannot talk with guys, you're probably not going to spend a lot of your time talking to girls or guys because you believe that. And so it's reaffirming. So yes, definitely. Before we 
set out to achieving something, we got to be aware of what we believe about ourselves in that certain situation. If it's about relationship, if it's about money, if it's about our health, we got to be aware of that. Yet, we cannot change a mindset within a day. It's not like a light switch that you're like, oh, I believe that I don't deserve to earn money, but now I'm going to believe that I am the most deserving and that I'm going to attract all the money that I want and that I need into my life. That's wishful thinking. <laughs> and that's also not how manifestation works. And that's what a lot of people think manifestation looks like. It's like changing your limiting belief and actually then closing your eyes and visualizing, oh, I'm going to have all that money. Yet, there is a way deeper, it's, it's almost like an anchor in your system where we talk always about mindset and limiting belief, which is, if you just look at these words, it's a lot attached to, to our head what is happening within our head. But that's not the source. That's kind of the symptom. Like our thoughts and our beliefs are kind of the symptoms of how we truly feel. What we truly feel to deserve. What we free, fully, uh, truly feel to um, be worthy of. And so that has not so much to do with actually our head, but way more with our body. And so now we're getting a little bit more into it. So we already figured out a mindset, a limiting belief. You cannot switch it within a couple of hours or a day or so. It's, it's not a light switch. It's not about swapping that right now and then being free of everything. It's really a journey there. And this journey you could call trauma healing. And how I get from mindset to trauma healing, I'll explain it to you. So there are mindsets, there are beliefs that we have, and there is a reason why we believe these things to be true. Um, there might be, and there is always, of course, somebody who told us that, or something that told us that. And oftentimes it's our parents, our grandparents, teachers, people that we spent our childhood with and that we kind of mimicked and that we listened to and that we thought to be God and that we thought to be all-knowing and wise and right. And that's why we believe these things. Also, a huge role plays how do, did these people, situations make us feel? What kind of subconscious programming, what kind of subconscious message did we get, get from these situations? And so, of course, if you grow up with parents that learn from their parents that in the country where they live, there is just no money and that we are a poor family and that we really need to guard our money and just really hold on and hold tight to everything that we have, then you growing up in that get the message, there is not much money in the world and actually hold on to it, hold tight to it, keep it tight, 
keep it, hold on. That's what you got to do because there is not enough money in the world. And that's why you might believe then that actually, and your parents will probably mimic that to you, there is not much money, we're not going to have much money, we are also not deserving of much money, other people are more deserving, and yeah, I just think that because I'm born into this skin, into this body, in a certain country, and maybe a certain culture or nationality, I don't deserve or we don't deserve to have money, and as long as I am this person from this nationality or culture, I will not have any money. And usually we don't change nationality and country of origin and culture so many times in this lifetime, to be honest, never. Um, we just are born in a certain country and that's our place of origin. That's why oftentimes these mindsets, for example, about money never change. And we always live in the reality of I'm from this country, I don't deserve this, my parents told me that, my parents lived that, my grandparents told that to my parents and they mimicked the, mim mimicked the behavior from them. So that's just how it is. The same with health. You have obese parents. What are they going to mimic, mimic to you? Oh, that's just how it is. We cannot change anything about it. That's just the food system whatsoever. Oftentimes, there is no taking responsibility in these things. It's just, that's how things are, and that's how we, like, we got to deal with these things, and that's it. And that's why we believe these things, like, oh, okay, I will never be able, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I eat, I will not lose weight. That's a belief. Yet, there is always a pain underneath it. And there is always a victimization of ourselves underneath it. And the victimization might have happened within your lifetime, but might have already happened in your parents' time, uh, lifetime or in your grandparents' lifetime. Yet, because you grow up in your mother's womb for nine months, and you probably grew up at least a couple of years or months with your parents... Um, depending on your situation, if you grew up with your parents or maybe in an orphanage or somewhere completely different. But you got a lot of things mimicked and actually played out in front of you by your parents or your caretakers in general. And so if your parents have a certain pain and a certain fear and play a certain role of a victim and like, I cannot change anything about my money, about my weight, about my health, about my partner, then you are going to mimic that because that's your only point of kind of looking up. It's like, oh, okay, these are my caretakers. They bring me to bed. They wake me up. They give me food. They give me water. These people know how life works. Let me mimic everything and literally everything, what they do, what they live, what they feel, how they th feel, and all that kind of stuff. And there might be now parents listening to this podcast and like, yeah, but I don't tell my, my, my children um, what I truly feel and I tell them like to be strong and that they can earn money and that they can do everything with their life and that they can be healthy. And it's like... Yes, you tell that, but you don't embody that. And that's the thing where children are way more sensitive than we are. 
and there has been brain scans done on like young children, babies, um, where the brain looks pretty much the same as an adult's brain on psychedelics, on psilocybin mushrooms, on LSD, for example. And what happens when we are on these substances or like a really good meditator? Uh, what happens when we have these experiences? We feel everything. We feel a lot more. We feel the earth. We feel energies. So children feel a lot more. And if you are scared, if you live in scarcity of money, if you live in the belief that you're never going to be healthy, that you're never going to lose weight, that you're never going to find the partner of your life, then your child is going to sense that and adapt that. It's not that you push that on your child. It's literally adaptation. Your child learns from you because you're the only reference point of, oh, that, that should be good. My parents take care of me. My parents are literally kind of the, the embodiment of God in that moment because they are the only ones taking care of you, birthing you into this world. They must be God. And so I got to adapt everything from them. So how do I make now the full cycle to mindsets and limiting beliefs? Um, I told you that limiting beliefs is not like a light switch. You cannot turn them off. You cannot just switch them up. But there is something underneath it. And what's underneath it is this, you could call it trauma. Um, it's basically an emotional programming of your genes. Like there is a certain programming on your genes that makes you behave, believe, live a certain way. And so when it comes to changing your mindset, we really got to look deep within ourselves and check in with how we really feel about certain things. And it's easier, of course, to to bypass that and just to say, okay, I'm deserving of everything and I deserve only the best and I deserve to be healthy and I deserve to have money and I deserve this and that. But if you don't really feel that, if your body does not really feel that, if your inner child does not really feel that and believe that, it's not going to work out. And that's when manifestation fails. That's when all this mindset hacking and so on doesn't really work because we can understand things intellectually. I understand that earning a lot of money gives me a lot of possibility to, good, to do good things in the world. And I understand all of that intellectually. Yet there is still a belief within me that my mom carries within her that there is not enough money to go around. And that's why I hold on to money and I actually don't allow money to th flow through me, even though intellectually I figured that whole thing out years ago. So what I get to do is look into what's going on within myself when it comes to certain situations where it comes about asking for money, when it comes to spending money, when it comes to how do I actually view money and how do I actually view money, not what does my wishful thinking look like. And in these moments, it is really about being honest with yourself and holding yourself in whatever situation you're in. It's not about, again, bypassing and overriding these things and just be like, oh, I'm the best, I deserve everything, let it all come to me. <sighs> yes, that might work 
but it's actually not healing the wound underneath it. You might blast up your ego and you might like really blow it up and have a huge ego at some point and you might even earn money with it, with that kind of mindset shift. But actually, it's not about the mindset. Like the mindset, the beliefs that we have, our limiting beliefs, these things are gateways for us to enter deeper into our being and really heal these wounds from our childhood. And there is no way that you don't have wounds from your childhood because there is probably no way that your parents are fully healed. And if your parents are not fully healed, then you adapted their wounds from them. You took them, you just took them, or from your caretaker. It's not that our parents push these things onto us, because I had a conversation with my mom about it. She's like, I didn't give you any trauma. And I was like, I know, I adapted it from you. And that's a natural process. Like, I'm not blaming you for the trauma that I'm experiencing and the pain and like the things that I get, that I get to work through. I'm not blaming you from it for it. It's a natural process. I just adapted it from you. Because you feel this way, And of course, I mimic that. And now I believe it myself. And now I have the responsibility to look at these things and to actually heal and to really accept myself in these situations, see myself in these situations, hold myself in these situations of not deserving this, not feeling enough, not feeling worthy of anything. And that's where the healing, like that's where the healing starts. And from there, the mindset will slowly change. And maybe you will not go from, oh, I don't deserve to earn any money with, for example, things that I enjoy because I need to work a nine to five or whatsoever, to, oh, actually, I might be able to earn a little bit of something with a side hustle. That is the first step to them being like, oh, actually, I can earn a little bit more and maybe go 50-50 with my nine to five job and what I actually want to do. And then even switching to, oh, wow, I can actually go full in with that and earn the same as in my nine to five job to then going to the maybe last stage of like, oh, I can earn like as much as I want, five figures, six figures whatsoever with exactly the thing that I want to do. But it's not a light switch and it takes time and it takes weeks, months, years, depending on how deep these things are engraved with you and for how many decades and how many generations this has been a belief within your family within your bloodline and yeah it's the journey it's not about changing the mindset right now and then being free forever and just having all these things come your way because if you really want that I can tell you there's a lot of ego involved in that. And I did that for a while and I was chasing all these things and I thought I changed my mindset, I changed my life. And th that's kind of true, but mindset change does not happen overnight. Mindset change happens over your life. This is literally your life. Becoming aware of these beliefs, looking within these beliefs, finding the pain, finding the traumatized inner child within you that is underneath that pain, and being there for that child and healing this wound and being the loving parent and the compassionate parent, the unconditionally loving parent that you maybe never had without judging your parents for not doing it, but just you taking responsibility for your state of being now, not living in the victim mentality and actually being able 
to heal yourself through that whole thing. And of course, always, community helps tremendously with that. Having people who support you on that path helps tremendously with that. I don't do this by myself. I have my wife. I have my family. I have really good friends that back me up where I can be myself, where I can share openly and where I get held. And I did a lot of work for myself where I got a lot more compassionate. But you don't need to do it by yourself and there's always somebody around and you know whom to trust. And yeah, find your tribe, find your community, people that are also on that journey of really loving themselves more and healing, healing these inner aspects so that we don't need to pass that down into the next generation so that's what i got for you today that makes that brings the whole thing full circle from mindsets through pain through inner child traumas coming back to actually yeah you gotta change your mindset but it's not a light switch it's a lifelong journey and we gotta enjoy that right otherwise we get fucking frustrated with life and we don't enjoy it at all And I still believe that that's what we are here to do is experience and enjoy life. And so that that should be a thing that we can orient our life around. Enjoying the process of healing, enjoying the process of growing and expanding um, our being. So until next time, I wish you a fantastic day, evening, morning, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing right now. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and there was some value in there for you and you'd want to share that with people, please feel free to do so. I highly, highly, highly appreciate that. Helps a lot. Spread the message out there in the world. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to welcome you back on here very, very soon. Have a fantastic day. Much love. Peace out.